0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jim Fowler, executive
1: pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Now, they're going to hear that twice. Why is that? Because it's on. It's on the audio.
0: Oh, they're gonna hear this again. Then. They're gonna hear our intro. They're again. They're gonna hear the
1: intro again. Yeah. So you're welcome. Yeah. Just we in case, like partway through, you forget who we are. Don't worry. We'll let you know.
0: And you know, it's better than doing something one time.
1: Doing it two times. That's right. Yeah. All right. And is uh,
0: that what they say? Don't measure, cut twice. Yeah. Never measure. Cut twice. Now, but if you're good, you'll do it in the first try. If you're just, if you're just good. Nah, I'm not that good. No, I don't. No. I don't. Uh... Yeah, man. We are back from California. That was a blast. That was fun, man.
1: I loved it. Enjoyed it. The weather was cruddy, but the people were great.
0: No, the weather was perfect. because No, it was, wasn't. Yeah, the weather was perfect. We, we, once we landed, clouds rolled in with us and blocked out the sun. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> and then it rained on conference day. Perfection. That I love that. Oh, I hated that. Oh, yeah. Do you want to be in the sun? I want there? to be in I'm the sun. I'm always trying to find shade, and you're always trying to find sun. Yep. <laughs> That's why we never sit together when we're outside somewhere.
1: Essentially, <laughs> I'm just like this beached whale, just like...
0: And I'm like some troll hiding in a cave, (laughs) Um, man. All right. So uh, what we're going to do here is uh, we recorded uh, a live episode of Doctrine on Devotion. I don't know how good it was. I don't really remember. We talked about can men and women be friends? Yeah. So but we're going to link to some good articles. So if what we said is just kind of, well, you got some good articles to read. Yeah, read read. the articles.
1: That'll
0: that'll cover all our bases. But, uh, But we had a really good time and we wanted to let you guys know how it went because we're going to do another regional conference. It's going to happen in early 2020. In fact, it's going to happen 2020. It's going to happen on March 20, March 20th, March 20th in Texas, Burleson,
1: Texas. So right outside Dallas, Fort Worth area,
0: Yeah, Dallas, Fort Worth. We got a, we've already got people that have started to find out and they're like, we will be there. We couldn't come to this thing, uh, but we're definitely going to come to the next one. And so we're really excited about it. So I thought we'd walk you through how it went, what went down, you know, Uh, obviously, you know, we, uh, we we flew in coach mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah jimmy didn't appreciate that too much what i i'm used to it you didn't complain no no you didn't, you no, didn't no. complain i just, I just once. sat
1: there watching my my movies
0: mm. oh he watched on my such
1: bad movies and you were making fun i had it like rigged up like my the
0: was, rigging was fine you had your new iphone mm-hmm. the the 11 plus whatever whatever it is Future, whatever. Edition. We don't, I don't have know to go into things. I got the new 11 too. So, you know, I'm kind of, I'm almost balling.
1: Yeah, you got the max as well. I got, got No, I, didn't. No, oh.
0: I just, just got the little 11. Um, so, flew flew in, uh, flight, no problem. Landed nice and early. Mm-hmm. And uh, what did we do? We went, did we go to the hotel first? Uh, no, no, we went to the cigar shop. No, of course we went to the cigar <laughs> shop first. And uh, met Sean, nice guy there. Yep. Uh, runs the place. And we hung out. We had terrible fast food um, because we didn't know that there was a. Uh, uh, in and out burger around the corner. No,
1: we did not. So we had del taco. Yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, yeah, we want
1: to not just we want to delete that
0: taco. Yeah, it was a delete taco. And uh, so we did that, and then we went to the hotel, Jimmy. What you know, I, you stay in a lot of hotels. Yes, I do. Yeah, I stay in a fair number of hotels. Mm-hmm. How would you rank the hotel that you chose for us on a scale of one to ten? Ten being the nicest hotel mm-hmm. you ever stay in, five being a decent hotel that you and I would stay yeah, yeah, yeah. in, and one being the worst conceivable hotel you can imagine in your mind.
1: Well, I probably an hour ago we got an email did from we? from the uh, the hotel. No, asking us, do you want to rate your experience? Oh,
0: yes, we would. And
1: I did. <laughs> what, 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 what rating did you give them? Then uh, I think uh, number one, very dissatisfied, <laughs> was what they said. Very dissatisfied. It was. <laughs> The worst hotel I have ever been at
0: ever. Now, that's not <laughs> saying much because Jimmy, you travel in style. It's the worst hotel no, 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 I've no. ever stayed in. No,
1: no, no. Even when I like, when I stayed in Uganda in yeah. the
0: village. Doesn't count. No, 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 That was better than this. Oh, I know. But it still doesn't count because it's a different country, different context, different culture. I stayed in a lot of hotels, motels. This was the worst. They didn't even have ice on the premises. No, that, not one ice maker on the whole in the whole hotel. So I mean, it was just—it was it dirty, was gross. It was dirty. It, it,
1: like it smelled of urine and despair. It was just, and I just had regret. I and I'm trying to like
0: the beds. Listen, how loud were those beds? <laughs> those beds. It, they those. didn't. They didn't squeak. They screamed. <laughs> When you sat on them, I have no—I've never experienced that before. But we did have a nice closet. <laughs> a closet that didn't have a door, but a shower curtain. It had a privacy curtain on that <laughs> it had a shower curtain. i, oh,
1: I just gosh. couldn't believe it. I could—the shower yeah. had no water pressure. No, the kitchen had no utensils.
0: The, the th- shower was—it like, it would be like if another person was just breathing hot air on you. That's the—that's <laughs> the extent of the water flow that came out of that thing. But nevertheless, that could not damper. Our awesome experience Yeah, except for at the, the crackhead
1: early in the board of that lady.
0: Oh, yeah. Even that, the Uber driver was like, what is going on? I knew we were in a weird hotel <laughs> when we walk in and the very first thing she asks is, how many pets do you have? <laughs> we're like, none? Is that a thing? <laughs> Everybody had pets. Um. Yeah, it was And yeah, there was like a woman out there I don't know. It was just, it was strange. We can't get into all that. It was strange. <laughs> it was, it was just, strange. I have never, but
1: ever experienced, but listen, I'll tell you this. I'm glad we shared a room though.
0: Yeah. That's not going to happen again.
1: No, no, no. I was just, well, no, cause we'll have better rooms next time, but I'm really thankful. Cause like I'm thinking to myself, he's by the door. He'll get hit first.
0: I was by the door. I was thinking I was, like, t- if was, something's it, going down, Joe yeah. gets
1: hit. Joe gets hit first.
0: Yeah, but you'll hit second because you're not getting past him. You're you're stuck in the room. No, 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 yeah. no. I'm going out that window. Oh yeah, it is pretty thin. I
1: did yeah, I did look out that window. There was a a thing right yeah, there.
0: Yeah, it was uh we were only on the second floor, so you'd be mm-hmm. okay. Um well we left the hotel and we went to Chris Pobletti's house. Yeah, never forget he Man, you can't forget he Chris Pobletti because honestly, that he's the reason this whole conference happened.
1: Oh yeah. Big Go, shout out to Chris and Alyssa. They and, and King's Cross, the yeah. church there, they just oh, they they were and the Bridge Church, they were just so yep. wonderful to us, uh, so welcoming. I mean, so Friday night, they go ahead and put on this hangout, this fantastic hangout. At Chris's house. At Chris's house. And I got to tell you, I love our listeners. Yo, the I best. love the people that come. I mean, people were showing up. They brought snacks. I think uh, uh, Alyssa, not Alyssa, I'm sorry. It was Alicia. Alicia, Alicia
0: Nitz is her Instagram handle. Yeah,
1: so Alicia makes Doctrine and Devotion cookies.
0: With the logo. Oh, and they were good. They were really good. They were so good. And here's just, the thing. Tons of female listeners. Now mm-hmm. we, we actually we 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 get that sense because of the correspondence that we get, of course, lots of fan mail, like lots of hearts, perfumed ink, all that stuff. But um I don't
1: think we've ever had No, no it's
0: never happened. But we, we do get a lot of feedback and from the our female listeners, but when you have the hangout, it's a cigar hangout. Tons of ladies were there. Yep. And uh it was uh I was just really encouraged by the caliber of Christians that were there. And um, yeah, just hearing for them, like, because
1: I don't know, I always feel really silly in the sense that this podcast is a lot of things Joe Joe, and I do and say is like, it's funny to us. Right. Right. And we know we could come off pretty immature from time to time, especially Jimmy. And I think to myself, like, no one's listening to this. No one, especially not you know, uh, the lady folks,
0: spiritual women,
1: exactly. <laughs> like mature spiritual women. And yet they're listening. Yeah, they are. Um, you would think they're tired of all the bickering because they've got kids all day.
0: Well, do you- do you remember somebody brought us flowers and a book to help us with uh... well she
1: brought you flowers?
0: No, no, she brought us flowers no, and they brought... were clearly for you. They no, 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 didn't no, no, so she gave I them to not. me. No 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 no
1: no, 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 no. I got a picture yep. of it. Yeah. Uh, she wanted to give the podcast wife some no.
0: flowers, and that was really kind of her. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I, I really hope you liked them.
0: <laughs> well, they were they were very sweet. She was awesome. Um man, I, I think that the the hangout was cool because everybody there loves the church. They love their local church. Um some of them are transitioning they're at, they're maybe they're at a new church right at that they're getting into now. Um got to meet uh Matt Carbonara. Yep. Uh, that yep. was awesome. Got to see him again? Yeah. yeah. I have never the... I have never met him though.
1: Oh, at the last conference.
0: No, we didn't connect. Oh, oh, you didn't connect. Yeah, I was them. a little okay. busy in the green room oh. hiding. Um see I like to go
1: ahead and you know talk to people.
0: Yeah, I did that this time. Yeah. It's very tiring.
1: And you hated it.
0: No, I didn't hate it. It's just very <laughs> tiring. The people man they're they're just I don't know. The uh it makes me super excited to do more of these because the large conference that we do every year, which is coming together for 2020 in the fall yep, here in yep. Chicagoland. We'll ta- release the dates there. And we're, we're going to release the speakers soon. We're working out the details yep, there. Yep. Um, but man, you get to meet everybody, hang out. It was really good. And, um, went home, went to the, went to the hotel hell and, <laughs> uh, next day got up, had some good coffee, good breakfast and went to the bridge church. Now the bridge church is that a reformed Baptist church, Jimmy? No, no. It's a four square church. Okay. So <laughs> it is a charismatic church Yeah, and they were helpful, professional, delightful, serious minded oh, about man. spiritual things. They went above and beyond. And it was, it they was were a, such a blessing, man. Such cool such people. A blessing. And, uh, except when Jimmy said he didn't like charismatic people during one of his messages. <laughs> uh, but it was, uh, it was great, man. All these people come from all over California uh, and LA. Yeah. And, um, and the conference went off really smoothly. But, it,
1: what do you mean, and L.A.? L.A. is in California. No, it's not. Really? Yeah. Los Angeles is not in California?
0: Mm-mm, no, it's its own thing. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, it, okay. It, it, you you mm. have to give it proper. Mm. Yeah, I might have mm. meant Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Las Vegas is was really We <laughs> yeah, were talking about Bradley. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so the conference went off really, really smoothly. Um, Jimmy and I were able to preach. Uh, Lagos was there, gave a great presentation. Damn, Sean killed it. Man, I know I know some of you people were out there uh, picking up and expanding your packages with Lagos. That was really great. Um, good lunch. We had in and out That was yeah. brought in. That was really nice. And then we went and we hung out uh, afterwards. We had grabbed a couple cigars with a few guys, and uh, we were destroyed. We're done. I haven't been that tired in a long time. Yeah. It was, uh, it was. But it was a good experience. And if you guys are in Texas, close to Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth area, March 20, 2020, we're going to do it again. It's going to be great, uh, man. But it's going to be it's gonna be different content. We're going to have more stuff. So uh, stay tuned. And we did get the audio recorded, but I don't – I have to talk to Chris to see how we can get that to us. So yeah, yeah. We'll be sure and release uh, our first two messages because the last two were very two good. Um, <laughs> we'll see. So, yeah, we'll really, see. Maybe,
1: maybe we'll release them.
0: Now, um, Jimmy, we've got this conversation that we had, brief convo on can men and women be friends. Yep. And uh, we did this because, well, it's 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 a perennial topic, right? In the world and in the church, it's something that people f- frequently bring up. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're like, well, no, some, a lot of people say, no, you can't be friends with men and women because there's always going to be some sort of attraction or expectation that isn't fair, blah blah blah. Uh, and then there are those who would argue, you no, know, we can be friends, uh, but you have to, you know, d- define what that is, have proper boundaries and parameters, just like you do with every friendship. And we wanted to talk about that because. We do have friends that are male and female in the church, outside of the church. But how that functions and what that looks like is going to be different uh, than you. you The friendships that I have with women are different than the friendships that I have with men. And the friendships that I have with some men are different than the relationships I have with other men. So that's not a weird thing. It's actually a good thing. And we've got some good articles by uh, Jen Wilkin and uh, Paul Maxwell, yeah. Maxwell. I almost call it Alexander. But that's a different Paul. Mm-hmm. Much less muscular. Yeah, much less. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> the anti-Maxwell when it comes to muscles. So we hope you guys enjoy it. We do want to hear what you have to think about it. So be sure and hit us up in uh, on social media and all of that. And what else, Jimmy? Uh, are we going to do more of these regional things? I, I think we should. We should. I think got we it. should. We
1: already got Dallas and yeah, Atlanta might be in the works.
0: People are asking, like, what about over on the East Coast? Well- There's a small section of the the eastern part of the country, southeastern part of the country where that would work. And so, uh, yeah, stay tuned. Let us know. And uh, also, let us know what kind of topics you would like us to cover at these regionals because we want to make the audio available. At, you know, 1995 for each, you know, stop it. No, one. no, no. We'll make it available for free if you can't make it. And we'll put that out there because uh, it was really good for us. Spiritually rewarding for us. Encouraging. We love our listeners. We're so grateful for all of you. And uh, we look forward to meeting more of you at these regionals and at the uh, annual meeting that we're going to have here in Chicagoland in the fall of 2020.
1: All right, guys. Here's the uh, the live recording. Later.
0: Welcome to Doctrine and Devotion, a podcast exploring Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois.
1: And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. Where are we at? Uh, we are here at Rancho Santa Margarita,
0: yep. doing we the Doctrine to... and Devotion West, West Coast Conference, Best Coast Conference. We've had coffee, we've had In-N-Out Burger, we've had awesome fellowship conversations with yeah, cool all right people. fellowship, yeah, no, really good fellowship. There's been a couple of weirdos. mediocre, mostly yeah. good though. And um, you know, w- one of the things that we did uh, when we got here was uh, we had a hangout at uh, yeah. whose house was it? Chris Pobletti, never forgetting Mom's spaghetti. Chris Pobletti. So we uh, we met with uh, with Chris and his wife Alyssa, and mm-hmm. uh, we hung out. We had tacos at their house, even though yep. we had tacos for lunch. Thanks, guys. And um, <laughs> so we you know
1: as one does in California.
0: Yeah. So it was uh, it, it was really good, really good tacos. But then. We had a hangout, and so if people registered for the conference, if they wanted to come and hang out at the Pobletti's house, they were able to do that. We shared the address. Yeah. Everybody made it except for Sean from Lagos because he's easily confused. Um, yeah, and we, we showed up at the location, got up, and left thinking it was not the right location. Because it's a house? I don't yeah, know. He's like, yeah, you thought,
1: yeah, you thought you were going to a house party. You're like, never mind. Yeah. I'm
0: out. So Texting us, where are you guys at? One of the things that happened that night was um, – well, we met a lot of people that we hadn't met before, people that we knew online. Yeah. And uh, we're just consistently surprised by the number of uh, ladies that actually listen to the podcast and enjoy it. They don't just listen to it because their husbands listen to it and they have to because they're in the car at the same time or something. They actually like the podcast. And I
1: don't know why. Like, my wife hates it. Oh, you like it? My my wife yeah. hates no, it. No,
0: my wife doesn't listen. She does. No.
1: I think they get annoyed. You yeah. would think, like, for lady, you know... For the ladies that have children, you deal enough with that immaturity. Why do you then, you know, welcome more immaturity uh, in your daily
0: life? I think, but, I think, I think, I think that our wives are—they have of their fill of it. Like They're—they they're, got it. They got enough of the jofo, so they don't need extra. And this is extra.
1: You know, we had, like, this group text thread, you know, uh, Joe, Jen, my wife, Michelle, and I. uh, And about a week later, they both left it.
0: Yeah, they did. Yeah, they do not want to be it. I was like,
1: oh, I guess it's just Joe and
0: I in this thread. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But we've added Steve McCoy recently. (laughs) Yeah, we brought in Steve Mm -hmm. McCoy, the the McCoy pond. All right, so uh, this kind of brought up uh, something that that has been talked about quite a bit. I mean, uh, it's been in movies, like When Harry Met Sally, I think it was. Um, There's been a lot of movies It can... Men and women be friends, right? It's and you've yeah. seen articles posted at everywhere from, you know, desiring God to um, podcasts have been on, done on this, and there are different opinions that are oftentimes bandied about, and we thought like, well, we should we should talk about this because you know we 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 really try to champion the, the value of friendship, yeah, uh, not just for us but for all people, even though we have the best friendship, they, they have they can have you know some of it, you can have so, some a little of bit. It. Now, Jimmy, when it comes to the world, like. It seems to me that a lot of people in the world, not everybody, but a lot of them suggest men and women can't really be friends. Is that what do you, do you see? I that? mean, That's the way I see it. It's, it's almost like
1: uh, if they are friends, it's because the dude's trying and he's in the friend zone. So he doesn't really mm-hmm. want to be a friend, but, you know, uh, he can never attain the status that he wants. Apparently that happened to Michael, right? Michael? Math, see again yeah. the twins. That apparently he made it out of the friend zone. So you congratulations, man! Climbed Matthew. out of the friend zone. Okay, yeah, good job for you. So, but yeah, I mean the, they they kind of put it that you're either in the friend zone or you're trying to connect, connect right on a certain level. Now, so th- what? See, Joe, when a man
0: loves a woman, right? He okay. I was gonna help. Yeah, you with no, that. i I'm, I'm fine. I got four kids, man. I'm oh. good. I know how it works. Now. Here's the thing. Uh, so a lot of people are saying, not everybody, but a lot of people are saying in the world, yep. men and women can't really have legitimate friendships without the desire, at least on the part of one person, for it to be more than a friendship.
1: Yeah, there's no sense that there could be an actual like, pure friendship, one that's mm-hmm. just cordial, one that
0: is… Uh, Platonic is the word that oftentimes is used. Yeah,
1: yeah, there you go. I just learned about that, yeah.
0: So it also, though, seems like the church gets confused about this, and so you have, you know, like we, we did a whole episode on the Billy Graham rule and how like that sort of looks to some people and how some people implement it in certain ways. Or and like, you know, this is it. the
1: guy's side of the church, here's the
0: girl's side of the church. or mm, No, it's, we're okay in here.
1: I think we're doing, yeah, you guys are mixing. Uh,
0: it's Maybe good. you're in sin. Now, for the church, though, the, the, the church to be a- asking this question I think is really good. In fact, our friend... Uh, wrote an article. It's like Jen Wilkin has written on this, but our friend Paul Maxwell wrote an article on this very subject for Desiring God back in 2016. We're going to link to that in the show notes because he raises some really good questions. Now, our basic answer is we think that men and women can and should be friends, especially in the church, especially as Christians, but we really have to start to uh, unpack what it means to be a friend, Right? Because um, there are expectations within every relationship. And so even if it's like Jimmy and I have expectations of one another yeah. to tell the truth, um, to be an advocate for one another, to hold one another accountable, we have certain expectations to lay off. Like, okay, here's what happened. The day before we left for the conference, I had a giant zit on the end of my nose. Okay.
1: All right. This is not fair. This is, I had a giant,
0: I'm, 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 just, I'm complimenting you. Yeah. I'm okay, go ahead. So I had a giant zit, and we got into the car, right? Cause Jimmy got us a stretch limo to go to the airport. Right, Cause I that's what Jimmy that I does. Got us, okay. so, did we so. drive in a stretch limo to the, to the did we? Yeah, we did. Okay. The company likes me. So, okay. So we're taking a stretch limo to the airport and, but it's dark in there. So he can't see. And so I said, listen, before the sun comes up, run away to the airport. Before you, the sun comes I just, up. You just need to know. Don't talk about the giant zit on my nose. I got a big zit on the end of my nose. It's very embarrassing. Just in time for the conference. So like, just don't give me a hard time about the zit. And Jimmy was like, totally. That's, that's totally. I understand. I got you. Which I'm is why it's that. not
1: fair that you get to bring it up and I couldn't the whole time.
0: Okay, well, you did bring it up like five times you made fun of the zit on the end of my nose, just privately. Yeah, I did it privately. Not publicly, yeah. which I appreciated. So we You're have welcome. expectations, parameters around which we operate. So there are always parameters in every relationship. And so if you have a relationship, any kind of a friendship with somebody, whether it's a person of the same sex or the opposite sex, there are going to be some... Limitations, some boundaries, right? Yeah, I mean, there's things
1: that I will uh, talk about and share with Joe that I, I wouldn't share uh, with my female friends. You know, there's there's things that even issues or concerns or arguments that Michelle and I have, uh, I don't share that with my female friends. I only share that with Steve and, and Joe when he's available. <laughs> uh, I mean, because there's there's a certain level there of of transparency that.
0: I don't think is appropriate, I guess. Is that, is that there? Well, it's maybe, maybe a better word is a certain level of of intimacy. Right. Because, um, you know, I, we have, we have like, we are friends with the ladies of Redeemer fellowship because the ladies of Redeemer fellowship are awesome. We have awesome, amazing, amazing. And, um, strong, godly women. And so we consider them friends. And I mean, they made the best choice of marrying like men like
1: us. Obviously. They're just really, really, you know, (laughs) good job ladies and blessed.
0: Now, so, Paul has this article and, uh, he says, you know, you, you've got to, he, he said, consider the, like, some of these relationships, single woman and a married man. Can a single woman and a married man be, have, have a friendship. Yes. But again, we have to define the parameters and ask, you know, what constitutes uh, a, an appropriate level of intimacy yeah. versus an inappropriate level. So married woman, single man, married woman, married man, single woman, single man. And he argues that you really have to weigh the risks of the relationship. You have to implement necessary and loving boundaries into the relationship. And every relationship has that. So it's not like we're saying women are bad or men are bad and we, 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 we have to have boundaries. Every relationship has to have boundaries, and mm. so you want to have them, but they need to be loving, necessary, and he says, you want to reap the unique Christ-exalting benefits from those unique relationships. So for us, I mean, that's what we're saying here. Like, we're going to have parameters, and maybe that means for a married guy, like, I'm, I don't have text threads between me and another woman yeah. who is a friend, Um, but I do very very regularly text a particular woman in our church. I send her scary clown pictures before bedtime. Now, I also... Joe is uh, he's a romantic <laughs> at heart. Well, listen, listen. I include her husband in that text thread, which he ap- hardly approves that I do this to her. Um, <laughs> I send her scary uh, clown pictures at night because she's terrified of clowns, and then she sends me awful pictures of spiders in response. We are friends. But there's a, there's a, there's a parameter that we just put yeah. in place that so we're just not into the habit of, of uh, just communicating on the regular... Privately,
1: So, yeah, I mean, you bring up a good, like, for, so Michelle and I are really close to this couple at our church, uh, Greg and Allison. Oh, the Earls. The Earls, yes. What a
0: regal name they have.
1: Yeah, he's not, he's not really that hot stuff. He's but handsome. He's He all is right. handsome, though. He's all right. Yeah, he's better than Day, you're right. Um, and so, we're really close to the Earls, and, uh, like, we hang out probably two, three times a week uh, with this family. That's and, a lot. Uh, well, we're really close.
0: Wow. All right. uh, no, it sounds Sorry. sounds fun. <laughs> yeah. It is then, a lot of fun. Then, um, I don't know what that's like.
1: And so like we all text back and forth with each other. Um, but like if there's something that you know uh, we want to talk about without like Greg or something like that. If I have to talk to Allison, I don't just text Allison one on one. Either Michelle's there or Greg's there uh on the text thread. And that's just for me, it's one of these things that uh if I'm talking to somebody uh one of those parameters is my wife knows that conversation. She has access to my phone at any time, right? She knows the, the password. She knows the code. She knows all that. Uh, she could check and look at whatever is on my phone, my computer. And that's just the parameters that we put in place and the boundaries that right. we have. For example, like
0: um, what you even talk about. So yeah. like uh, there, are, there are women in the church that you know, I'm friends with and maybe they're in my community group or whatever. Um, I, I don't complain to them about my marriage. And I, I will complain to Jimmy about my marriage, um, Jen. He does not complain often. I, and if it's my You're fault, welcome. if I do, yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, yo, yeah, no, yeah. He always that, blames because himself because it's all me all the time. That was close, Joe. Yeah, that was close. Um, but you, you and you can understand why. You can understand that you know in any given relationship uh, there are risks inherent in it. Yeah. And so we we you put in these protocols and to be safe. And so like again, I know some people are going to push back and say like, oh, you just can't be honest with a friend of the opposite sex about the state of your marriage. You can, but there are levels of intimacy, and by the way, even my wife would say that she thinks it's inappropriate for, in general, for a woman to complain to another woman about the, about the failures of her husband. In general, she would say, I think that's inappropriate. I don't think women should do that. Man, um, you got her on oh lockdown. Man, I got, she's a good lady. Makes me look good. <laughs> now, there, but, but then there are relationships where you can actually talk very openly with a person who um, may be able to help you through some of those struggles that your husband. And
1: may see, have. but the thing that we have to also consider when we're talking about friendships is in the church, there's that mm-hmm. family dynamic within the church. The like family called, of God. The family of God. We're called to be a you know we are the family of God, and we're called to be a family and so I mean that th- that changes our viewpoint of those around us right we, It's not just like in the movies where the guy's trying to get out of the friend zone uh, and into the end zone he is uh he's looking at her as this is this is my sister yeah. right this is my sister uh in Christ
0: and that's where the church can show the world right we don't think of, of somebody of the opposite sex merely as a sexual object or merely as a person to potentially marry. Yeah. Uh, we view people as individuals who are made in the image of God, who therefore have worth and value and dignity, and much more so as Christian men and women in the church, that is my family, that is my sister for whom Jesus died. This is someone that God has called me to love, serve, bless uh, in a righteous way. So I think the church is should be more equipped than any other group on the world in the world to show that men and women can, in fact, have healthy friendships. Again, got to define what that means and sort of uh, flesh that out. But one of the things that I would say is if we're going to talk about friendships and what you should expect from them in general. Now, I, we want to we be thinking about this as it relates to men and women, but this should be true of all. Um, friendships right so when I think of friendship Jimmy one of the things that I think about is uh, a, a good expectation a friendship Within the Christian life, should be spiritually encouraging. Yeah, right. It shouldn't just be like we like to hang out and crack wise, which we do, and we do that a lot. But you are a spiritually encouraging brother to me. You don't let me sit and you know wallow uh, in maybe like self doubt or pity or or sin or whatever. You will encourage me or correct me. You will point me to Scripture
1: and correct. Yeah,
0: lots of correction. Even today, I was complaining about how long the guy in front of me for what was ordering breakfast. Taking forever. I don't know what his deal was. Just taking forever. Joe Asking, complains what about what kind of a everything. donut is this? Is that a chocolate donut? And I'm thinking, like, it's obviously not a chocolate donut, bro. It's a cinnamon donut. You don't even have to taste it. You can look at it and see it's a cinnamon donut. It was taking forever, so I was complaining. And then it took Jimmy, him two minutes. No, it was. It felt like twenty. The point is, is that once we sat down, Jimmy was like, "Boy, look at you. Aren't you a little baby?" aren't you being a little little demanding, a little uptight about things, and it, it was a funny and friendly way of him to actually say "Check yourself right so spiritually encouragement, if you are' going to have a friendship with somebody male or female, uh you should expect and work toward it being something that is spiritually encouraging
1: and along those lines, it should be mutually beneficial right It should be a two way you know mm. two way friendship in that you're not the only one just always giving right yeah. you're not the only one that's that's always initiating you're not the only one that's always sacrificing there there should be some you know some uh, it should be beneficial to you as well but in the same way you can't be that selfish friend that is only receiving right yeah. and that you're not encouraging them and initiating with them and uh taking care of them and seeing you know how could you be you know praying for them with them and and encouraging them uh in their day to day
0: some people are just really needy and they're going to go through seasons where you are going to be pouring more into them but then yeah. at other times there are people that are greedy and they they they're they're just going to take everything they can from you and, and that's just draining yeah it's not healthy. It's not a proper no. friendship. And I've seen it where, you know, a strong spiritual woman uh, is, you know, in a, in a very Christ-centered way, befriends a, a dude, and the dude is just a taker. He's just—either he's he's, either he's hurting or he's wayward or he's in trouble or he needs help, but he becomes a drain on that person and not feeding into her. That friendship needs to be checked for sure. Um, I would say that a friendship— is something in which you should be able to expect honesty, right? So, for example, uh, that you can confess your concerns, your fears, your hesitations, your struggles, and even, and again, there there are going to be boundaries and there's going to be limitations, so you can't necessarily share everything that, that is happening in your mind and in your heart with every friend that you have, but you've got to know how, like, you've got to know what you can share And in whatever you do share, you've got to be honest because if you're not, then they can't properly assess what you need and they can't properly assess what they should be sharing with you. So honesty is, I think, a a real big one.
1: I think finally there should uh, – friendship should be safe, right? It should be one where uh, there's – the appropriate level of confidentiality right that when someone's sharing with you and sharing what's going on in their life that you're not sharing that you know just as a prayer request with uh with those around you um but also they the individual should know that you have their back right that they they should know that you uh care for them enough that you would protect them that uh you would really you would do anything to make sure that they're flourishing um and that they're protected
0: Ultimately, the scripture has a lot to say about friendship, a lot. And uh, nowhere does it put restrictions on friendship between the sexes. Now, of course, there are boundaries and parameters that should exist in all of our relationships, but ultimately, uh, a friend loves at all times, right? Um, There is, uh, for example, a man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So you can see the need for friendships in, in our lives. The scripture says a lot about it, but not every friendship is beneficial. Uh, you know, Paul quotes the, a proverb of the day, a bad company corrupts or ruins good morals. So we have to be careful in the people that we're choosing, right? Because, um, you know, you could choose a friend of the same sex and it can ruin your life, or you could choose a person of the opposite sex and it can ruin your life. Or a healthy friendship that is governed by Scripture, directed to the glory of God, seeks the good of the other person. You can have friendships with, uh, with men and women that are honoring, that are fruitful. And so we just want to go on record. We're going to link to some articles that are going to help you think through it. But Maybe. We, we want to go. No, it's going to happen. I've already got them. I yeah, got them we'll my see. I got Jen Wilkins's, I got Paul Maxwell's. I got them all. Paul is my jam. He's our jam. Uh, but we do want to hear: Do you uh, online? Do you have friends uh, in your church that are of the opposite sex? And so, and if you do. Um, how, how do those work? Are there parameters that, that you have or maybe you think we're completely off base? Feel free to make yourself uh, look silly and disagree with us on social media. Jimmy, how do they do that?
1: Yeah, you can follow us online on Instagram with Twitter, at Doc or on Facebook, slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, Doctrine and where you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast or hit up the store jofostore.com and grab some gear. Big thanks to Logos for uh, sponsoring uh, mm-hmm. this year's conference, the 2019 Doctrine and Devotion... West Conference. Yeah, actually,
0: the uh, brother's going to come up here in just a minute and uh, share some some ideas and some opportunities with you guys. Jimmy? Oh, hold on. We'll do that after. We'll do that all the yeah, way yeah, after? Yeah. Okay. Fresh
1: Pod every Monday
0: and do Thursday. Doing now? Do about about. That are we
1: Because the people out there listening online don't care. They, were, they, they All they right, guys. Later.